two feet. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Take 225 two. Podcast. Take two with your hosts, Noah Ray, Andrew Cargill, me, there. Matthew Albazzotti. We're tired this morning. Me and Drew are exhausted. Matthew is a little ball of energy. Woo! Said this five minutes ago as well before our camera was crooked. Um, so, yeah. Our camera was crooked. <laughs> our camera. Drew's Our camera. camera. <laughs> My camera. Drew's camera. <laughs> Let's rephrase that real quick. But yeah, quick. so semester's over. Finals are done. We're excited. Um, but that also comes with a little bit more boredom because we have nothing to do. So yesterday, me and Matthew sat in our dining room and just sat. <laughs> didn't talk. Like an hour. Didn't communicate. Wow. Cooked a little bit and just sat in. I watched him cook. That's how bored he was. standing over my shoulder just watched me cook beef and I was... Didn't really know how to feel about that. You liked it. Um, maybe. We'll see. Um, we'll see. But, yeah. So, Matthew's bored. So, Man. he's excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I'm tired. I literally just wake up, train, put my SBD on. I was about to say, put your SBD on, train, go to bed. And I'm on a deload. So, like, it, I have a headache from caffeine and withdrawal. Great. Sure. Too. Okay, let's get into it. It's terrible. No, I'm just kidding. We're not Drew. So, the, oh, Drew. Well, bought, no, you, okay. you, you, yeah, explain yeah. It. So, uh, this episode's energy drink. It's. I was very shocked to see this because it was. I've seen them all the time, but this was a energy drink and then a tear up. This is like their super brain performance, super caffeine drink. That's a normal brand. We can pass it out. Uh, I Are you going to say what it is? Oh, I was going to pass it out. Come on. All the deer. But, uh, All the deer. It's the C4 energy drink, but it's not their normal. It's actually Fruit Punch Zero Sugar C4 Ultimate Energy Superhuman Performance Energy Drink. What he said. <laughs> it's their super. That is that was really super. That yeah, was actually yeah. impressive. Yeah, I read that really fast. Yeah. The Super Brain Performance Energy Drink. So it's like more monochromatic and i saw that with like the other ones so one thing that c4 does really well is their cans are like printed on the can it's not like a plastic piece that's stuck on that off um it's 10 calories once again a 16 ounce can this one though i i'm not this isn't going to go to the score because i know some of y'all get pissy about how i score my energy drinks but i think 300 milligrams of caffeine for an energy drink is a lot i think that can go to the score I don't know. I well, like some people, but like I don't know. But anyhow, let's open it. Um, hey, one at a time. Okay. We can keep talking. Let's want it open. Three hundred milligrams of caffeine, I think, is a lot for the average person to just drink normally. For the average. Oh wow. That smells like Kool Aid. That smells good. I'm excited. And I just spilled half of it. Oh man. Okay. I like it. That's solid. That's a good energy drink. Is it? But, so, I kind of put energy drinks in different tiers. So, like, Ghost is 200. That's I compare that to something like a monster. This, I'm comparing because that's 300 to, like, a rain. Mm. Do I pick this up over a rain or, like, a bang? Possibly. This is actually Over good. some of those rains? Now, maybe not, like, a, you know, a top-tier rain, like, Orange Dream, Sickle, or... White gummy bear or something like that. Or um, white gummy bear. Sherbert. Or, um, Sherbert. But white gummy I don't know. Dude, on a hot summer day, this would be nice. This is actually really good. So, it smells better than it tastes. Yeah. I'm getting some Here's, synthetic that smell. Say, with all the fruit punch stuff, I really come after Rise. I like their products, but the Rise pre-workout, the fruit punch one, super synthetic. 
Mm. Like it's it's very similar to this. It's the first sip is really really good, but then it kind of sits with that like synthetic taste to it. Yeah. Um, That's actually good though, and I like the can. I think C four so like C four pre workout obviously is bottom of the barrel stuff. If you're buying that, you don't know what you're doing. Watch our TikToks. But I do think, like, I've had their energy drinks before. Um, so, but they do have prop blends in them, so they don't tell you yeah. exactly like, how much beta alanine, anything like that is in there. But I will say, if you don't have pre-workout and you need to get a pre-workout energy drink, the C4s with those proprietary blends in them with the beta alanine, with the L-citrulline, stuff like that, I think it does help, even if it's not a lot. Um, like, I could definitely still feel the beta alanine kicking in even while I was just drinking the energy drink. Um, so I think C4 energy drinks are a lot better than their pre-workout. Yeah. Like I'd never buy their pre-workout, but the energy drinks are actually good. Um, so going into that, I'm happy with this. I this like the, the look of the can. Um, I don't know. I'd have to like look at it a little closer to see what ingredients are actually in here or if it's just like a, it reminds me of Coke Zero. Real. Um, Coke Zero? The camp. Well, I mean, like, it says, like, the super brand performance. Like, I don't know what is in here. That it has actually Alpha GPC, but I don't think it says how much. Yeah. But I'm going to go. Yeah, it doesn't really say much on what's actually in it. I'm going to go, like, 7-2. 6-5. This is good. I may buy it every once in a while. Yeah. I'd have to be in the mood for it, though. But, like, it's good. I would buy that. I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah, like yeah. I'm going good... to be happy getting this. Yeah, um, I'm not happy. It's a. You it's see not... a cooler filled with them at like a meet or something. Oh yeah. Like when we I'm bring chilling. volunteer stuff over, see, I'm like, okay, cool. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's why I'm like thinking of it. Is that like... the last meet I was at? There was Alani's and Celsius, which I oh. bulk ordered. That's fine, but like, yeah. I wasn't really gonna drink one of those. I'm Thankfully, not drinking I, one. I brought my ghost. Edie brought my second ghost. Edie, Edie. Yep. Uh, was but like, yeah, two like, ghosts in an hour. <laughs> I don't see why not. Like me, dibble buy like a dozen or two dozen energy drinks to like put in a cooler for right. volunteers and stuff. And like, if I see this one there, I'm gonna be like, okay, yeah, cool. I can drink this one. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think I would. <laughs> Given the like the wide range of drinks I can get at where this is gonna be sold. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm sure. gonna buy this. Like if I'm gonna buy a ghost over this or a rain over this, that's fair. I think I probably would a top tier rain. But if this was what was available, I would take this. Like G Fuel was available, I'm not drinking that. Yeah. But if this is, I'm like, yeah, like I would not be upset with getting this. You see, you're going to see and be like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, like, that was like, okay, cool. I do want to what try the flavors? other C4s. Yeah, what other flavors do they have? I saw two have? flavors, orange cream, Ooh. and I think they had like an Arctic cherry, I think it said. The Arctic cherry is good. That's the one I've had. It's like a white-ish can. Yeah, that's like, yeah. it was their super. Yeah, I've never had the super one, but they have like a Arctic cherry, the lower grade yeah. one, and they also have like a blueberry, like yeah. raspberry. I didn't want to get the either of those because I thought it was good. Arctic snow cone. That's the flavor that I got of that G Fuel though, and it wasn't good. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I, that's why I was afraid it was gonna taste like something just a sugary mess. Mm -hmm. Like they're like a Arctic that means yeah. sugar. Yeah, but for some reason, I don't know snow. I don't know why. That's just, just a lot of C4 flavors. Yeah, they do a yeah. whole bunch. I've heard the Skittles is crap though. It doesn't no. taste like Skittles. I can't remember which one. They I've have had, Starburst but it was good. Skittles. 
I think um, it was Starburst I've had that was good. If Starburst tasted like that first bite when the juice releases, that, that would be like crazy. Pretty crazy. I don't know if you could reenact that in a drink though. Yeah, no. That'd be I'm difficult. I'm waiting for someone to try. AC Port did. Oh, yeah. I think it was all right. I think I had the pink one before. No. Yeah, but I like this. This is good. Yeah. Is I was, I was what Starburst is your favorite? Huh? What Starburst is your favorite? Did you have such weird Jolly the Rancher The dark red one? Oh, I really think good. like not the normal packs, but the... No, I know normal. Normal. You got pink. yellow, orange, pink, and red. Pink. Yeah, I was supposed mm, to... Pink and red. I'm like pink The combination. Have you ever eaten if them I with the wrapper? If I could just unravel a bunch yeah. of them, I'm going to throw them in. Wait, yeah. you take the wrappers off? Oh, don't even actually <laughs> do it normally. Don't even. What are you talking about? Stuff off. <laughs> Our I, favorite thing's been gaslighting. What is that? Dude, that's not real. Gaslighting's not real. You're crazy if you think that's real. Did you sleep all right last night? I just need this caffeine to You're not sink. thinking straight. Yeah. I'm not. I you need just bring up these random ideas. I need this caffeine to kick in. <laughs> I'm not awake enough yet for y'all be pissing me off. <laughs> Drew is never awake enough. That's our favorite thing to do is, yeah. to, is Drew off. Yeah. We we love to do that all love the it. time. But yeah. Anyways, that was solid. Um, 300 megs is too high, though. I, I wish it was 200. I disagree. Yeah, that's why I'm taking tests a week. But I mean, what? What? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I think for what it is, the super. Like this is their super blend. I think it's appropriate. Yeah, like, that's I fair. think it's a. You know what? That they're literally advertising this as super, like whatever. So I think that's fine. But was it seven two six five seven? What seven two six five seven? How much were they? Uh, I think they were fairly cheap because I got um. I think it was eight bucks total for all three. It's not bad. So I think maybe like two seventy nine each. That's not bad. Yeah. Dude, some of those ones at Vitamin Shop are expensive. Also, you bought it at Quick Trip. You never yeah. go to Vitamin Shop, so it's interesting because me and Matthew, to buy drinks, always go to Vitamin Shop, and you go yeah. to Quick Trip. That was so just like, way out of the way. I'm like, get... I'm not driving over there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to find something here. So they're always different. Yeah. What makes me upset is I can only get the first form energy drink at, but it's also like yeah, those four bucks. Those were so expensive. I'm, yeah, it's I'm also like four bucks. financially recovering from buying yeah. the first form. Yeah. I need those to come out but be lower. I'm nervous for the time that we run out of stuff and we have to start trying like Red Bulls, Rockstars, like stuff like I that. I know. Yeah. That's I hate, I, okay, I've never had a Rockstar. Anyone that I've ever seen the that drinks Rockstar me. looks like they beat their significant other. <laughs> and I've never been able to recover from looking at a Rockstar wow. and not thinking that. So I will never be seen holding a Rockstar in my hand. I think that's fair. I can't, can't do it. I've and never Red had Bulls a rock are star. terrible. I've never had a good it. Red Bull. Um, I, I the like only the Red Bull word. that's worth it is when you mix it with liquor. The only time <laughs> we would have that known. it is acceptable. Man of class. Well, I like the yellow Red Bull. The yeah, but they're like sugar bombs, that dude. Is it's true. like worse than monsters. Like they're like a twelve ounce can, and yeah. it's like there's eighty grams of sugar in there. Yeah. I'm like my dad got like a bunch of them for our first like powerlifting meet that we hosted, mm -hmm. and that's what we back like, in the nineties. Back in the night. <laughs> and that's Drew like... wasn't even born yet. <laughs> like He was we, there, though. I was there, though. <laughs> like, what we gave away, like, volunteers. I think we actually went the warm-up room. It was like, because we had way too many. And we're like, yo, everyone just pop a Red Bull. And I think people were, like, shotgunning them. I have a hot take. Boy. I do not like energy drinks before I'm working out. 
Oh, I don't. I cannot work I out like with carbonation carbon. in my tongue. Oh, I will fart and burp <laughs> all over the entire... Well, it's like my brace like... feels off, too. Oh, yeah, well, you're bloated. Yeah, because yeah, no. I'm going to Someone fart. Someone was telling me they like to be bloated when they squat. With, yeah, now, bloating when two different types cool. of bloating. Two different... Yeah, right. When it's air bloating, I, don't I know it's going to go in two seconds. It's just... No, but it, you get that fire on the way up. It's it pretty does not yeah, always That's work. what happened to me at the meet Saturday. I would go out You're for my... You were ripping ass on the way up. I was about up. to. I was so close. Four I'm there. Spot. I, dude, I'm terrible. walking there. I think it was uh, Tom behind me. I could be wrong, but I walk up, and before the bar... I even unracked the bar. I'm just there like, oh, God. And the music stopped like it's a brand new song. Oh, I hate so that. They're like, "Did you gotta be kidding me? I'm about to fart." And, <laughs> and it's, it's okay. So and it's about to echo around this entire gymnasium. That's really funny. Some of the most embarrassing moments are when I've been swatting in the owl's nest and it's relatively quiet. Yeah. And then you just rip ass and on the way up from a squat, and everyone just like turns around and looks at you, and I just have to like keep going. And I see I in the mirror, like, like everyone happening. just looks and, and like, oh, I know it's terrible. When I hit one of those big triples on deadlift and like everyone was watching, I ripped so hard. But no one but James hurt. Oh, yeah. was so thankful. Everybody was screaming. Yeah, because it was, was like, like, it was, thank God. It was bad and no one hurt. And I was yeah. like, let's go. Yeah. It was, it was though. Drew, you would, have you ever, oh, it's not a weird question. Have you ever actually shit yourself working out? Because you've been working out longer than me and Matthew have in like the whole powerlifting realm. Well, do you know why? Like ever, because women I pee. Could, yeah. Like women pee, that's normal. I know it's not normal for men to do that, but it. Yeah. Our it's pressure a, points are different. Push when we push, we're more likely to like fart and yeah. go to the bathroom that way. Have I've, you ever had that happen? Did you hear about the holiday havoc this past wanna, year? Hold up. What? I, I'm afraid to even ask because I feel like that someone. Someone shot themselves deadlift. Third attempt at the holiday. Yeah. I thought well, that's what they called it. Has Drew ever done it? So, I can luckily say I've never crapped myself, even in like training and uh, <laughs> on the platform. Now I've had farts that have been very vile. Like I have Where to. Is this I going? gotta go check myself. <laughs> but just quick tangent: we did have some dude at my old old Elite Iron oh. that every squat set. It was everyone. Well, you're hit. racing wrong at that point. He the, would, this boy was playing he with six, seven. I don't. It, Every time? I don't know if it was crap, but it was not just air. We need Becky to come in and talk about public floors. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this was not just air. And I'm. it was squats and he was he was going heavy and it was something light to him every time because he'd just go boom, boom, and it'd be like north five six hundred pounds that's probably why i went up so quickly it was yeah i mean hey i'm not gonna judge you as if that's how it works crap i'll do it but yikes i've never done it i've been suspicious of other people if they've done it after how loud and terrible yeah i'm trying not to say like horrible like <laughs> people are in their car listening to it yeah i'm like, like yeah. but anyways i have not thank god okay yeah okay because um, if anyone here would it would have been because you've been doing it longer yeah and you know, my I've, brace I don't think I've really test it's been very testy i've had some what do you mean by that what do you someone jerk test me but I have had a few times where I'm like, this brace, like, right on the comp platform, I walk up, I'll be like, it's about to happen. Today's yeah. the day. And When uh, I first started getting into powerlifting with bracing and stuff, 
I literally will never forget my stomach literally being sore from like pushing yeah. against the belt and like the bruises my belt would leave oh, on my yeah. stomach and I was just like, oh my god. For me, what what got me was when I first got into the sport, I had the three foot wrist straps. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And the scarring I would get on my wrists yeah. after like because those just yeah. tore up the skin. Yeah, they would tear so, the skin. Back. Yeah. So for me, my wrist straps I put on super tight. Um, and even when I put them, like I put them on Corinne, Anna, Edie, like they, they like wig out. And I never like kind of knew, even when I see other people's wrist straps on, I put them on like you put on some wraps. I'm well, like, me, oh, it's yeah. like, up, I and, like, and Edie mine. always gets concerned because I'll go like to her place after and I'll have like, like I have, I don't have hair growing on parts oh, of yeah. my wrist because yeah. it rips it all out. And it's just been doing that for oh, like literally there's just a bald spot right here from mm-hmm. where so I was well my hair I've got yeah one right my, it's super interesting because Edie like wigs out and she's like why are your wrists all right like because it, it yeah. really bothers my skin and I have like a mole right here mm-hmm. and it like messes with it yeah so it it gets like inflamed and all types of stuff and she works in dermatology and she's like no I stop thinking at your mole room like I'm putting on wrist wraps. Like, I'm not, not going to do that. So it's just going to have to figure it out. <laughs> my body's just going to have to get stronger. I don't know. it up. My litmus test for wrist wraps, and I'm a pretty veiny guy, mm-hmm. but they're not very like 3D, yeah. if you will, is all my hand veins need to be out. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. you can like feel them all and I can't like squeeze my hand. Like that's when I know I'm I'm tight enough. Yeah. Mine's out. I want to feel the blood flow immediately stop. Once yeah. I've let go and say, okay, I start. How do you feel on. about people that wrap the wrists for deadlift and do that i've only seen it for conventional pull i know why they do it do it's too. for grip because yeah. if you squeeze your wrist like you can do this without wrist straps you can feel your hand wanting to contract yeah. you can like, try and expand it and feel the difference just be stronger though i per yeah i mean just have better grip and work on it because at that point now you have wrist <laughs> I mean, yeah, just have better grip. Because at that point, you're now you have wrist straps, which yeah. are going to be more well, frictional. I think it compromises your meat day drip. That is facts. I your think you drip look... goes down. Okay, this is talked about a lot, but not enough. You've got to be looking good on the, the platform. Meat day drip is I important. I so agree. And like, there's again, there's people like us who take this sport life or death, and there's people who just yeah. want to have fun, and that's okay. But you look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be wearing some high school wrestling singer that doesn't fit you. Like my buddy Graham, I'm calling him out, and I know he's listening to this. His first meet, he was going to wear his old coach's wrestling singlet, and I was like, and then like some random shirt. And I was like, Graham, I cannot, like it is a disservice to you to let you go out like that. So I gave him my Titan, I gave him a KSU shirt, and I'm like, now you look drip. Now you've got drip. Like Anna, my sister just competed, and she wore all of my stuff. Um, yeah. Your Valhalla shirt. She looked pretty drip. Yeah, like she looked, and she was like, she was probably the best looking on the platform with all that drip. Because I was like, <laughs> Anna, it's so important to like with the drip. Yeah, <laughs> it's so important that you like feel confident, feel good on the platform. Yeah. Like you want to be like, yeah, I feel good. I look good right now. Yeah. And so it was all my stuff. So now that she wants to compete again, I'm like, all right, now it's time for like, you know, yeah. you to get your own stuff. Like I just did that because she didn't know if she was going to really stick with yeah. it. And I'm like, now you get to like pick out. Now you can you figure out like. what's your scheme. Like, do I'll, you want like the red and black like I am or you are? Do you want yeah. like, you know, what do you all get? Black. Yeah. Like, what do you get? Yeah. Um, well, I'm a single She slut. wants the yeah, she wants yeah. to go. The red and black like i am i've got um, the um we both have the red and black spd singlet and that's 
I just too. got it. I don't have Vespian too. I only have Titan. I, I've okay. got... Also, speaking of this whole drip thing... Yeah, Titans. I think Titans are ugly. I think Enzers are ugly. SPDs are nice. A7s are nice. That's valid. Hot take. It's fair. I think, okay, so Titans... The I best think they're classic. Player. It's the best. I don't care the that best. they may give me three points. I know, but I, I do. I genuinely I look good. I genuinely I, like I'll how the Titan it. looks with certain color schemes. That's my opinion. Not, right? not only that, I, I personally mm. just I feel locked down. Now let it. me talk about the Inzer singlet. Ninety percent mm. of the time, I don't think it looks good. Yeah, but there is a ten percent. James, get a new singlet. I think James <laughs> rocks it. It no, matches I'll say like I, it's got that vintage. It has potential. It's Vinny. James got that vintage. I think it's it's got potential. Yeah, to say the least. Like it's not as bad as Titan. Titan, all due respect, fantastic singlet. Ooh. It's ugly. I think Enzers are the worst because Titan. Really? They may be ugly, but it is the best built singlet. Okay. Enzer, I think is just ugly, mm. and I don't think it gives you that advantage. But you want even know if else? you are wearing something not ugly. If you wear Titan singlet, that's fine. You're powerlifting. You're wearing a singlet. That's fine. For me, I don't want to like people to be like this and the saying because my God, y'all with my energy drink views, people get pissy like Graham. Yeah. Graham, suck it up. You're not sitting here right now reviewing them, so I don't know what you're upset okay. about. You're in high school. Yeah, I <laughs> opinion not anywhere in this <laughs> no, room. So rejected. <laughs> but like, yeah, we're saying it. Whatever. I think the SVDs are so clean, and I they are everything that I have is SVD. It's like yeah. I love SPD. Actually, my deadlift socks are either your Valhalla or I yeah. wore Ana wore the A7 that I got because those are cool because they say like demand greatness. They have like the yeah. A7 and black white. Like They're those. cool. Um, now I'll say this: unless it's a national singlet, do not wear a colored singlet. I see all these colored like yeah. the first of all, the Titan colored singlet is an abomination. Any one of them looks horrid. Yeah. Now. Yeah. If you're wearing it, like, even, I like A7. I think their singlets are cool. That blue They've one, though, ever, all the girls are wearing it. I don't plane. like that one. I don't like the colored singlets. Just, just wear black and let your other things essec essentiate your drip. So, like, yeah, for me, especially with our new KSU stuff, whether or not sick. we get a singlet, it's going to be, like, having the logo on our shirt, on the sleeve, on the back, with uh -huh. the socks, that is enough. And then, like, yellow wrist wraps, I think that's drip. That is gonna be I think your singlet is just an accessory to everything else you can wear. But it can have little accessory cues. Like I like my SPD the red. It right. has little That's reds, fine. SPD. Yeah. But like my wrist straps are red, my shoes are red. See, like that that is cool. That's when you start to look good. But like yeah. if you discombobulate it with colors, it's what not looking good. I what? hate is when people wear like navy or blue singlets and they have like black knee sleeves. It really throws Furious. me out. See, that's why I just, I like the black on black. Yeah. Nieces. But here's what I like about the Titan is like the Titan singlet with the Inzer knee sleeves. Like you've got it that. It does match It's a all black, but you've got the white with the accessory colors on both of them. And I think that looks good. I'm thinking of, because so obviously I got my meat in like three weeks is I was kind of upset about the meat I did. Cause so I wore an all black shirt. It was my Alika shirt. That's a two X. And oh, I can't. My yeah, comfort was baggy, tight. And I'm like, all right, tight. so but I kind of like the all black fit. Like, yeah, I was kind of there, like the Phantom. Oh, yeah, not like collection, but just like the black on black. Yeah, the monochrome black. I also it's think the good. Phantom thing and from SVD is awesome. Oh, sick. If I, oh, I got insane. the wrist wraps, but they were stolen. Um, and mine broke. 
Yeah. Modern sure. awesome. Shout out, shout out <laughs> Monica from SPD Denmark. That's crazy. He's the one worker. So my wrist straps broke and Drew, my pookie over here, got them for me in Denmark <laughs> during Worlds. And they broke. So I email SPD America and I'm like, hey, they broke. They're like, since you got them in Denmark, you got to go through Denmark. So I email SPD Denmark, takes a week to respond. It's this one person. And then she goes, we don't have the phantoms. I'll send you the OG colorway. And no, I'm like, what'd you say first? And she's, she's like, like, I'm in vacation. No, 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 no. That's, that was first. And then it goes, I'm like, great. Send them. She goes, I'm on holiday right now. I'll send them next week. Who goes on holiday? <laughs> This and then is America. Wait, it gets better. We go on vacation. It gets better. She goes, she goes. I tried to send them out from World's Strongest Man in Florida, but I couldn't. I'll send them when I get back home to Denmark. And I'm like, why couldn't just SBD America send me a pair of fan comes? It's like Monica. I really appreciate. I really this. appreciate that you're the one worker at SBD, <laughs> and I really am thankful that you're sending me a replacement pair. But like, who goes on a holiday? Who is vacuuming? Let me check. Is that in our house? Oh, they're blowing leaves outside. That's where we cannot have a podcast without someone. Guys, we need more listeners so we can buy a studio. Yeah, we're going to get the apartment next to us and just make that a whole big. We could, as a tax write off. Hey, tax write off? Get another apartment and have it all (laughs) decked out as. Yeah, like each room be like storage write off. That'd actually That's be true. so sick. Would be a write-off. So, technically, subscribe. this is a write-off now. It's a yeah, we space. could. Yeah. Okay, let's get into our main topic. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We went on a few we rants. Had fun. I like that. We always, we always <laughs> have a plan of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Probably half the time do we actually get to this yeah. conversation. Yeah, I enjoyed this. This was Because you put us in a room with caffeine, and we're just going to start talking yeah. about the most random, random stuff. Not hey, once did we ever trip. bring up. What's a good signal? Meet they trip. Like, we, no. we've never well, like that. That's what's funny is like, our conversations do not change on or off the podcast. No, we so would like, have that exact When we're yeah. sitting down, I'm like, can we just start recording? Like, this is quality. <laughs> yeah. Like, we just need to hire, we need to hire James to just start recording us around the house. Hey, real quick, be- though, meet they drip is the uh going to nationals that they have decided i'm wearing my full custom suit button down and everything the way hell yeah oh, well, oh we yeah didn't even talk this about is because this is but i got i'm sorry so, okay. so at states i did not say up. what i wore you said what you wore no, no, no. at <laughs> states this past year i got check-ins weigh-ins and equipment checks i came in a suit let me tell you how like stone cold it is to come into a competition with a suit on oh, like that is yeah. dread yeah. this was also oh, this was so insane. i have some story here so um really obviously have... chris bump said fan in the house um really? i would i would be willing to say that chris i've Bumstead. been following chris longer than y'all have yeah, you, you ever have. talked about chris Bumstead? don't even um so i've been following chris for literally years now yeah. um and after he won his fourth Olympia this year, they released a shirt for like 24 hours. That was like pretty, yeah. not exclusive, but it wasn't it was like really quiet. known. Yeah, it was super quiet. Um, and they released it. So it was for his fourth Olympia, super like, this vibe. like they had like resale value. Like this shirt was like $400 online. I didn't yeah, buy, I bought it like from them, but it had like re- resale value, whatever. Cause they only released 
I forget, like a certain amount of numbers with them. So I've only worn the shirt once, and I only plan on wearing it like when for I special for occasions special like things. that. But it's this shirt. Go to the camera. Chris Bumstead. This is mentality. That's still one of the most sick with shirts. With and stuff like that. That so, shirt's sick. This shirt I wore. <laughs> um, bless you. Beginning, bless you. Um, I wore that shirt two states um i dressed all nice i didn't want to wear like a dress up stuff i more yeah. so wanted to wear something like this that kind of portrays what i'm like wanting to do um That's so such a sick shirt i wore that i wore that um with some nice pants and the pandas whatever yeah dude i felt like a menace walking in yeah. there because that's super oversized too it's a 2xl and this brand runs really big for some reason so it fits like a three um and i mean i had my headphones on i oh, didn't yeah. sit with anyone it's I'm pretty like menacing. super dialed yeah. and then you had ed like filming you the whole time yeah. which was cool dude i was sitting there i'm like i'm not awesome. talking to this guy yeah. during um, weigh-ins i'm like he looks like he's in the zone yeah so like i i super also think oh, like man, you know, our battery died whether oh my god it's well there's nothing we can do we just keep rolling yeah do we want to wait should we charge it no there's nothing we can do about it now yeah let's just go but it's we're fine gonna talk about coaches and stuff yeah, we're going to keep talking. Yeah, okay. All right, well, everyone, our camera has died. Once again, we have messed that up. It's all right. <laughs> but it, it happens. Um, so, yeah, back to the shirt. Uh, I think whether you dress up in a suit, you dress up in a shirt that has a lot yeah. of meaning behind it. Like, I always, like, ups. people, like, Chris Bumstead's thing is kind of set the standard champion mentality. I do think that even though some people may think, oh, that's, like, cringe following that stuff, I do think in certain aspects of your life, if you put those little mottos forward, I think it does carry over to a lot of things. So for me, like the whole champion mentality thing is like really interesting yeah. to me and I really do like it. Um, so yeah, I wore that shirt. I was super confident. Um, felt really good going into the meet. And I think, you know, wearing a suit, looking baller, yeah. like wearing stuff like that, wearing stuff that you're super confident in is to the me. meet is super important, I think. And some people yeah. don't care <clears throat> Like that, and that's fine. But like for me, I I want to be dressing like. What was really funny is I had to work that day for the equipment checks and check ins. Yeah. And so I went to work in a suit, and we don't dress in suits at work. And everyone's like, Matthew, why are you like wearing a suit? And I'm like, I've got a powerlifter meet. And they're like, What? Yeah. That makes sense. I'm like, No, you don't understand. Like, if I want to win, if I want to be the best, like, this is what yeah, you do. Like, part. you don't. You don't just come in wearing sweatpants to weigh in. You no. you wear a suit. Yeah, it's gonna take longer. I don't care because I'm that guy. I am that guy. Or like Russ and get, I want a big fur coat. I will that be honest. Coat that was, was pimping as hell. Yeah. I've ever hated <laughs> he was his that. entrance to Nats last year with the G wagon, the fur coat. I mean, you the heard suit, him. That was insane. one of the coolest things. You in heard his response about because everybody was talking crap about him doing it. He's like, hey. To me, this is a professional sport. You've got people in the NFL and NBA pulling up to their meets yep. and stuff like this. I'm wanting to bring that to powerlifting. Say what you want about him. When he said that, I'm like, oh, oh well, my yeah, God, this makes fair. sense. Again, you can say whatever you want, Atwood, with Russell. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They can do whatever they want in this sport. Oh, yeah. And it's like they demand respect because it's who's the multi-time world champion, national champion. They've earned it. They've earned yeah, showing up in a GYD. It's also like that brings so much awareness to the sport, which is great, yeah. but it's literally so cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Dude, now I want to. If I pulled up in a G-Wagon, I love Edie. Edie 
drove me in her Honda Pilot and loved it. <laughs> but, babe, if you can, like, get a G-Wagon next. <laughs> how how much crazy. is it to rent for in a day? In Florida, get the Ferrari. Dude, for... That'd be hard. Or the Aston. The all-black be like Batman. Dude, I'll totally <laughs> just have my camera just falling That'd be around. 97% of men actually believe they are Batman. I am Batman. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm Batman? You're not. I'm literally I Bruce am. Wayne right now. What? So, okay, let's get to our real <laughs> Sorry, topic. this is going to be... What time is it? Yeah. I do have to... You got time. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, you're fine. You're fine. So, one thing we've noticed a lot in powerlifting, and this is something I think, like, I don't know, maybe it's just we're during college, but I, I've never really seen this with other sports. Side hustles. Yeah. Side hustles? Is oh, everyone yeah. wanting to get into powerlifting coaching? Yeah. And just some kind of things that we've seen in coaching that are like, have made us kind of backstep and say like, wait a minute. Um, you know, Drew is a powerlifting coach. Um, he's got like 10 people or so that he coaches. Yeah, like I've got a few people. I'm still, I still consider myself new. I mean, mm -hmm. right. I've been doing it for eight. Longer than that. Yeah, I dropped what you were doing in the fall. What am I doing in the fall? Greg came in. Oh, yeah, that's so, like, fine. One thing with Drew as well is, like, he's going to be the NAPF coach going to Grant yeah. came in. Assistant or? Assistant. Assistant coach. Yeah. To me, that's qualification. Like, yeah. also his coach is James Townsend. If you don't know who he is, you should. So, like, that's some kind of qualification to be a coach. He's also been in the sport for eight years. And, again, the way he does this is very humbly. He's not going and yelling about it. If you come up to Drew and you're like, hey, man, like, you want to coach me? Very chill about it. Pretty I've professional. Tried. Well, I, he poached me, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about saying, there is no way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no, I, I, just, I, I, just my respect to him in that regard. Well, thank you. Um, and I respect anyone else. This isn't really us, like, calling people out. But I just think, like, it's more of a concern of, like, in a way, safety and a concern of, like, not everyone is qualified to be a coach the second they start powerlifting. Like, I'll be honest. I would love to do it. I love teaching. I love sharing information. And I love yeah. being able to like take someone from a place and help them get better and see their goals. Yeah. Um, you know, with close friends and families, I'm the guy who's into fitness. They have questions. I love to help. But I've only been powerlifting a year and a half. I've competed three times. And I still don't think... I am anywhere close to being ready to be a certified powerlifting coach. I think you're very, like, high. I'd say you're more intelligent on the matter than most people have done this longer than you. Thank you. I like, I would that. actually genuinely say that because I think the only thing lacking would just be experience. That's literally right. it. And the only thing I'd say that for is, like, the competitive aspect as in like the nationals or right. where handling someone of like the nature of against someone that's the only thing the only, yeah you're right like and the only reason i'm saying that's just because one you've been the lifter in those situations but like there's so and again i'm a part of that crowd like i, I am i'm one of those just coaches i'm here so it's not like i'm dissing on other people and not myself but it's a insane amount recently another thing like. that i so i handled my sister first time ever handling someone that's not like so handling someone when you're their coach and just handling someone what i mean i don't know how close oh. it has to be oh so I like the rest of mine on my belly handling 
He doesn't have one. No, <laughs> it's rock hard. <laughs> um, what but is handling so? Maybe a few things. I'm sitting on the couch with you. Are you Medusa? Because that's crazy. Looking at you. <laughs> um, anywho, so like I'm my sister's full time coach. Whatever. Like yeah. it's I do it to be nice. I I only coach two or three people. Yeah. Just to be nice. Um, they came and up to kind and of asked. learn experience. Yeah, and have the experience and stuff like that. Um, so and Noah's also <clears throat> a CPT. He's been yeah. lifting for years. Yeah. He knows foundational movement. He knows form. He knows how to do things correctly. It's not like I just started so, lifting like six months ago. Right. With powerlifting and strength training, you might be newer, but building a foundation, getting someone just stronger and in shape, you know how to do that. That's and I my set, job. Yeah. Right. I yeah. want to set the preface of that as he also works with the elderly, keeping them strong. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I just want to Yeah, that that's out. fair. That's a good point. Um, but handling someone is so crazy, and I did not realize like how much goes into it. Oh yeah. Before I handled Anna, and Anna was like a super simplistic. Like she wasn't going against anyone. It was her yeah. first meet, like super casual. But, but like, still... dude, I was all over the place, running around getting you don't her want stuff. Them to like, do a thing. yeah, and I was like, sit down. Like I'll get all your stuff oh, loaded. Yeah. Like all like all the calculations going into it, and like it was super like. I didn't realize like part of coaching, handling people is something, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't really think of like game day, like making decisions like that. And seeing you do that with me, especially at States and stuff like that was super cool to see. Um, So like, it was exciting to be able to handle someone like that and get that that under my belt and be like, okay, I obviously don't like, I'm not. I don't know, know how to do yeah. it, but like I've done it, so now I'm not as nervous because like I'm handling Carson and possibly Austin at the Atlanta Open next weekend, yeah. and Carson's gonna be fun. I'm so excited. I don't know much yeah. about Austin. I don't know if he's. I'm actually gonna be handling him, but I mean Carson's a big, yeah. strong dude. Like I'm so excited. So to be able to handle him and learn that is yeah. super exciting but I've, like i've got some for you it's still gonna be nervous yeah no exactly why. i'm stressed out every time exactly and like i don't want to kind of like what matthew said like being like a powerlifting quote-unquote powerlifting coach would be awesome like i'd love yeah. to do that but i don't trust myself and the people i do coach are people that i'm close with to yeah. where like i can have serious conversations with them and be like not be afraid to like hurt their feelings first off second yeah. off like actually sit down and Tell us, like, I coach Anna and then Corinne um, and stuff like that. Um, so I don't, like, actively, like, coach coach people. But yeah. I do help them when I can. Because um, Corinne doesn't know anything about powerlifting. Anna yeah. doesn't know anything about powerlifting. Um, so, yeah, to be able to help them out is a lot of fun. Yeah. But I, I don't, like, actively go fun, out though, to, right? like, yeah. oh, I'm a, I start a coaching business. I do nutrition stuff. But yeah. that's because I've been studying that for a long time. Yeah, like, I've yeah. been studying that for a long time. Um, but yeah, the whole like powerlifting thing, and maybe yeah. one day like it'd be cool. But dude, yeah. I enjoyed it so much. It's so much it fun. fun. Like handling Anna was almost as fun as like competing for like, me. It was so awesome. fun. So I yeah. competed at stage, and then the day after, I handled a couple of the guys on the Kennesaw team. And mm-hmm. yeah. what's interesting about handling not as their coach is you haven't done prep with them. Yeah, and you have not. You don't know the lifter, right? That's scary. One thing I'll take pride in. Is I'm very good at calling jumps. Mm-hmm. And when we were watching Sheffield, I called like almost everyone's next jump because I just like I love all of that stuff. Bro's and a numbers so, guy. I am. A, I'm gonna <laughs> count it. He's he a numbers guy. Is a numbers guy. Not about it like that. I love numbers. I love that type of assumptions. Yeah. 
and it just kind of makes sense in my head. And so when like mm -hmm. these people came to me for states and were like, Hey, I need handling. I'm like, send me your videos. And you know, you've got to realize like, okay, not everyone is training the comp standard. So we're going to have to lower their numbers. Mm -hmm. Your job as a handler or a coach, in my opinion, is to give your athlete the best meat. You're also yeah, supposed yeah. to do your athlete wants. So there is a part in my meet where we had the decision of go nine for nine or try to win the meet. And I told yeah. my coach, I said, when it comes down to that, if I've had a good meet up to that point and it means trying to win, let's win. I want to leave everything on the platform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's also your job. But one of the guys I was handling was just coming off of like being sick for like three months. Damn. And the other guy was his first meet. Well, I, I need to make sure the guy who was his first meet has the best meat possible. Oh, yeah. There's something in powerlifting that you have to understand of, we want to get people into the sport. That first meet is the deciding factor. Super important. Yeah. My first meet, I went eight for nine. I was hooked. Uh, I'm sure Anna's hooked and she had oh, a pretty good meat. Yeah. She, well, the, she didn't fail a lift. The only thing by strength, she failed two bench presses, one because she jumped the down command and one because she got a, a hamstring, really bad cramp, like right as Bad she was lows. going up and it stopped not even a quarter of a second yeah. and her left side slipped down not even a quarter of an yeah. inch i mean you saw it was on your side of you um and it went down just like a hair yeah. and she got yeah. it up i mean it was still up here and it went up super smooth but yeah she's like so really yeah great. already buying singlets would go back to the drip yeah. she's like already figuring out her color schemes stuff like that. yeah but it's, it's really important to make sure like that lifter has a good meat but like mm -hmm. even with coaching and like going back to that and the reason i'm kind of so weirdly passionate about this subject is like being a coach in that relationship i mean you ask anyone who played sports going up who are some of the most like meaningful and impactful people in their life it was most likely their coaches oh yeah but also like what a coach is supposed to do the difference between a good and a bad coach and i've never really had a bad coach but like having a coach that's emotionally available emotionally ready and being able to connect with you i'm like I'll be like, Becky, look, like, I've had an awful week. That's mm -hmm. what training is going to bad. So they understand that. But as well, like, the knowledge and information someone has to have and, like, being able to cue someone, being able to, to me, what's so important is speaking in the language they understand. I had a golf coach once who knew, I think I've said this before, mm -hmm. who knew I played guitar. He would relate golf things to guitar because he knew yeah. that's the language I spoke. And so, like, I think it's great that people want to get into coaching, but you have someone else's life kind of in your hands of if someone gets hurt and this is a sport where someone can seriously get hurt yeah. that kind of falls on you like if you're not seeing something in a breakdown of form in a breakdown of their but also mindset, freak accidents do happen there are free accidents yeah, and that's not to be blind on the coach 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. but there's a lot of areas to where you as a coach are responsible for avoiding injury mm -hmm. but also making the athlete better until like for me where i kind of start to bug with it is like if you've been powerlifting a year, you're one or two meets in, you are not qualified to show someone in the same way how to coach. Now, if you've been studying it, if you're certified, I think that's different. But like, it's a game yeah. of experience at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you on that. I mean, it's just, trust me, it's not to sound like a piece of crap. It doesn't matter. It's like, again, I've been doing this a little bit of time, and it's like I'm finally starting to get more comfortable with this stuff. Eight years. Yeah, and it's like I'm, I've been coaching, was I think I got first few people at the beginning of maybe like halfway through summer, like right before school started yeah. last year. And uh, 
so I'm closing in on about a year and it's like, I'm still like trying to figure some things out, like my coaching style and kind of figuring out, cause I base a lot of mine off of my coaches and stuff, but I'm almost kind of here. Like I'm seeing all these people and stuff. And again, it's like, I'm, I'm young and these people are young, so I can't blame them too much. Cause I mean, this is what I'm trying to do is a almost, I hate to say insulting, like it's almost like, wow, I've been doing this for eight years now and I'm just now feeling comfortable in mm. this realm. And it's like, I've been doing same stuff for a while. And it's like, I've been doing research for years now. Like, all right, what's the best way to do this? How can I just, what's the, how can I do this for years now? And seeing like some people just walk into it, it's kind of like, wow, this is kind of, kind of crappy almost. Mm. It's not like I do this as a living or anything or really just at all kind of in that essence, but it's kind of like the, wow, it almost feels like demeaning almost mm -hmm. to say that I am this now because there's yeah. so many and so many like unexperienced. It's crazy. Like you've got, Everyone is a powerlifting yeah, coach. And now. I'm kind of like, crap, man, this kind of, because there's some like big coaches that have only done like one meet. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of here like, crap, man. I mean, what does that mean for like the sport then? It's a... Oh no! It's, it's just got really saturated. Me. I think it's yeah. an issue of like humility too, you know. Yeah, I'm and like integrity as well. Of like, yeah, like I don't know. There's people who are powerlifting coaches that, like, at least like for Becky, like, I don't know if she wants to take on a bunch of clients or not. But like, talk about a damn good powerlifting coach who cares about the yeah. athlete, cares about their longevity, and you know their success is like someone like her name is being washed out. Even your name. No because of everyone else saying their coach and i think it i think what the detriment is is it can write people away from the sport and yeah. that's to me where my biggest concern is as well as people's health of like if you're just everyone's a coach now well like wait a minute calm what? down no you might be coaching someone and they could get a bad like sense of the sport and be pushed yeah. away versus someone comes to me for coaching because people have asked me, like, do you coach or you coach yeah. it? Because I, I love to help people with form and stuff. I'm like, no, I'm not a coach. Maybe one day, but, like, here's who I would point you to. Or the guy at MVB. We've talked about him before. I love him. But, yeah, he comes to us to ask us about coaching and stuff like that. And we're like, look, like, here's who we know is a good coach. Here's our, you know, kind of our pointers to how to find a good coach. But, like, no, we're not coaching. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think it's all about, like, to me, if it's growing the sport and lowering the barrier of entry and, like, retaining people at least that's the vision i see it yeah. from and most importantly keep people safe doing one me training for six months you're not ready to be a coach yeah. you need ten thousand hours to me so obviously y'all know my opinions on like powerlifting in general like to me this is very serious this is a very serious thing to me because i've done sports my whole life i know y'all have done sports your whole life to me this is my sport and it's like i've never i did football all my life and it was a never got that feeling of like i'm hooked mm. like especially like going in high school i never got that like this is my sport thing like powerlifting it finally clicked one year i'm like this is my sport and to view it from the professional high tier level of like you've got football teams you have these coaches that are the best in the world there's a reason they're the college professional coaches and i translate that into this and obviously there's people that do his hobbies. That's cool. I think that's great. Good for them. It's a great thing to do because you can, anybody can do it. You can, but it's the point of 
you are now losing these high tier like coaches and stuff and the it's not being treated like that it's being more treated as the hobbyist or that next level up of this is fun to do right and that's where i'm at on the where do we draw the line yeah like we're this is starting to feel less like a sport now and that's well, even to what you just said like you don't become what's his name kirby smart the UGA yeah, UGA you don't become look at that i know sports you don't become kirby smart after playing one football game or watching one game or yeah. coaching a yeah, little you can like, playing one you do season, that by so. like experience by years hey respect. my name's kirby smart nice to meet you learning big learning sorry I've been wish the camera football. was on yeah, yeah. <laughs> kirby smart did not become kirby smart overnight and i think it's the same thing um, yeah with like powerlifting Again, I never had a sport until I found powerlifting. I had played soccer for 15 years. I played lacrosse, basketball, t-ball, um, yeah. tennis, golf. I did enjoy golf. But, yeah, I found powerlifting. I'm like, this is my sport. I've never loved a group of people so much. I guess I skateboarded too. Um, skate or die, always. But, yeah, I think you lose that authenticity. I will Yeah, I will say, though. So, <sighs> I get what y'all are saying. No. I agree. My, my standpoint is similar, but I can see, like, a lot of coaches nowadays, 100 $150, $200, $300 a month. Yeah. If you're getting coached by your friend, it's not going to be as much. As you're able to talk to them all the time. That's like, fair. Corinne. I love Corinne. I would do, yeah. you know, all this stuff. She, like, there's no reason for her to go to Joey Flex. Or yeah, to some of these big names. Like, no reason for her to be paying someone $100, $200, $300. So, like, for, I can understand how some people, and also, and like you fair. said, people don't, some people just don't take it super seriously. So, if they just want yeah. programs and don't, they're not going to be, you know, yeah. even high state level stuff, let alone national level stuff. Write a pro, like, if I, like, I'm writing programs and stuff for Koran, I'm helping her out. So, like, I can see both sides, but the people, I think the issue is the people that do this and try and be Joey Flex and are, have been doing what y'all are saying, like training yeah. a year, That's two years. That's from. the issue. That's an important the issue is not of just people helping each other out. Oh, like I think that's me great. helping Corinne out is not no, actually, like a bad thing, but I think that's problem. something <laughs> you are the problem, <laughs> but I think that's something that's also important to talk about. Like I'm coaching if some of your, <laughs> like if one of your friends, like if like I'm helping out one of my buddies from home, like it's just like a, yeah, I'm not a coach, yeah. but like, I'll help you out. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the problem so, I think is people right. that I are our age different. that are like, I think that's like, important. I'm a professional, like I've been, you know, only doing this for like a year or two. Yeah. have competed you know, handful of times and think that they're qualified enough to be like, I am worth the same amount as someone like I, yeah. as much, I don't know, but I don't know. I don't keep up with the politics of this, but like I've heard some positive things and negative things about Joey Flex, or whatever. You can't yeah. knock the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he yeah. is extremely knowledgeable and has been doing this sport for a long time Yeah, and knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Whether you like him or not, doesn't really go into effect of that. Yeah. Like he knows what he's, he's talking still... about. still one of the he biggest has shown, flex for a reason yeah, yeah he's shown time and time again that he can create world champions and help these people yeah. become national champions world champions stuff like that yeah so like i just think i think that's an important thing to be brought yeah. up like doing yeah. it for fun 
and like having yeah. a few people, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not I that deep. I think that's good. Yeah. Like, because I mean, I first started out when someone just asked me for help. Yeah. Like, it was a someone asked me, like, hey, uh, don't have him one right now and honestly just need some help uh, real quick. I'm playing to this mean stuff, this, this, and that. I'm like, all right, you know what? Cool. Let me, mm-hmm. this all kind of help. Yeah. And of, of course, again, like, I'm not. I try not to be public about coaching because yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out here and there. But the, like what you're saying, someone came up, asked for help. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, I, I think agree. it's needed on every level. It's a, because at the end of the day, people, I think everybody should get a coach. Yeah. Because one, another set of eyes is always better. Yep. Two, it's at the bare minimum, they might know a little bit more on form than you. And, like, I think that's important for safety reasons because this is known to be one of the safest sports out there, actually. Top 10. Top 10, like, most dangerous sports. It's not even on the list, I don't think. But, I mean, yeah, you've got someone at your local gym that you've been buddies with for a mm-hmm. while say they want to do meet, and you're like, yeah, I'll help you out. Yeah. I think that's good. It's just, I don't know. It's just kind of one of those weird middle grounds of how do you go from this to that. Then. Yeah, for and sure. I have no idea what Drew just said because I was in the bathroom. Basically, kind of like what he was talking about. The um, yes, yeah, started idea. out with someone. And it's like yes, you need to have that because everybody, I believe, should have a coach. Right. Another set of eyes is needed and for safety purposes helpful. Exactly. And at the very minimum, teaching at least a little bit about form is good. Just where do you take it from that point to the becoming a coach now? And then if they want that higher level, then they can go get it. Yeah, and I think the biggest distinction we want to make, and I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'm going to. Yeah, don't speak for me. Is having a gym bro, having a friend who's going to help you I mean, I would not have gotten to lift, gotten into lifting if it wasn't for Josh. And we would write programs together. We would, you know, split buying a program. Yeah. Um, you know, give each other advice. I think that's all great. You know, I think having people where you're just, hey, I'm going to help you out, and hey, I'll happily write a program for you. I think that's awesome. Where we see the issue in powerlifting is people who aren't experienced wanting to claim that status mm-hmm. of being a no. top tier coach of being. Um, you know, Joey Flex, Wolfesser, yeah. or someone like that, but not have that experience. Yeah. I think if you want to start coaching, I think you need to start humbly from low yeah. beginnings and be like, yo, like, I'm going to help you out. You know, let's do it. But like, yeah. learn, get experience, yeah. you know, have quality athletes time after time. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, you can be, okay, I know what I'm doing. I mean, at the end of the day, I can't blame a lot of these people because yeah. one, the biggest thing is side hustles. Yep. And we're honestly, college. I mean, hey. Make a couple hundred yeah. bucks an extra month. Yeah, sounds. I mean, it always sounds nice. And I won't even say, like, just college because I know a handful of people that are approaching, like, their 30s. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I do, I'm like, hey, you know what? I can't blame you. Side hustle, like, you want to make a little bit? I can't blame you in the slightest. And it's not only that a status symbol of, like, saying you can do this and wanting to make it. If you want to make it your career, Awesome. I Go think for that's it. great. I think that's yeah. also really cool. But it's uh um you're wanting to do this and uh, bring that degree without like being there, I guess. I'm trying to think the best way to put it, just it's the wanting to jump steps 
I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the best way to put it, but it's the, like, I know someone who's just not wanting to start coaching. He's getting a few people and he's doing it for free. Like he's doing very few people. And I think that's a healthy way to start it. Yeah. So you're grabbing a few people free and just saying, Hey, it's my first few people just wanting to kind of work and how my program is. Yeah. Love for you to be a part of it. Learn like, from You it. know what? Hey, I think that's a great way. It's one of the ways you can approach it of this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm wanting to see if this works. And I think that's a a fair way to do it. Yeah. Or at least I'd to agree. start it. But I mean I don't know. It's just an interesting topic because yeah. especially I mean not even just where we're at, just you see it everywhere. Just it's every lifter with, who is like over a thousand pound total yeah. has DM for one on one coaching in my bio. That has an over a thousand. Yeah. It's actually, hey, I mean, I think with that we should end with our DM the two twenty five podcast for any coaching. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what just I was going to say? Okay, this is going to be hilarious, but you ruined it. Oh, I was going to say, and with that, we have a really big announcement. Two twenty five is starting <laughs> coaching, nutrition, <laughs> powerlifting, bodybuilding. Just reach out hey, to us. Loki. We will do anything. Um, so yeah, just DM us for coaching. You're looking at the camera, and the camera's not on. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> no, when that's a was staring into y'all's eyes. Just imagine that. Yeah, I'm staring <laughs> into your eyes with Riz. With Riz. No, yeah, that's a Riz. joke. Only five hundred a month. Five hundred. Five hundred a month for students. I thought we discussed yeah, five hundred. Five hundred a week. Five hundred a week for yeah, students. For students. Yeah. For students. It's a good deal. You'll get a T-shirt. <laughs> I'll get you a t-shirt for and ten extra dollars. Is it a two twenty-five t-shirt? No, it's just a normal t-shirt. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a, a white blank. Hanks. It's just a white Hanks underwire. Tricopti, Tricopti, dude. Hey. We're simplistic around it. Hey, we talk about meat day drip. We'll <laughs> get you drip. The down. white Hanes, bro. It's they the white Hanes underrated <laughs> drip. The most <laughs> underrated drip there is. Fair. All right, all right, boys. That was fun. Yeah. That was good. Um, check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify at the Two Twenty Five Podcast. We are kind of shifting around our publishing time, so we're going to want our Wednesday episode a little earlier in the morning. Um, it is taking forever to upload right now, so we're sorry about that. But yeah, we just want you guys to be able to listen to us uh, as early as you want on your ways to work. And Saturdays will still be around 10 a.m. Uh, yeah, follow Thank Noah at No Ray Lifts, Andrew at The Berserker, me at Al82.5. And yeah, guys, have a great rest of the day. Love y'all. Ciao. Bye.